I am a complete and utter total basket case right now. And you're probably going, well, what's new, Christy? But I mean, more than the average beyond basket case. First of all, somebody came in and I had them clean my house today. I don't know where you are listening. Ah, the washing machine just finished. I don't know where you are in my story with the podcast. I just kind of figure that if you have contacted me or if you want to be on the podcast or anything like that, that just like I do my homework about you, I would figure you do your homework about me. Not thinking that everybody just knows who Christy Lynn Hanchi is. I know that's not, you know, in my dreams, everybody loves me and knows me. But in the real world, I know. <laughs> I know the truth. So I have had this battle about giving in to the fact of having somebody come in and clean my house. Now I have papers around me today. Now everybody knows I do this unscripted. I don't have any rhyme or reason. I just turn on the microphone and boom, there you go. I'm sitting down. I'm trying to allow my body to relax because I don't know what you know about me. I had somebody come in and clean this house before. They charged me a lot of money and they did a horrible job, broke my refrigerator door handle, and this was a big company. I finally gave in because I just felt like, you know, my husband, it didn't go well when I cleaned the house myself. And I'm trying to accept this illness. And I had this woman come in. She gave me an estimate, far better price than the bigger companies. I figured I'd go to like a mom and pop shop as opposed to the like the Molly maids and stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Just I figured I needed an individual person. And I have walked through this house and it smells so good. And I am trying so hard not to be defeated because I have no complaints. They did a really good job. And if they miss something, they'll get it next time. These two girls were incredible. And my husband happened to pop in. We have somebody that cuts our grass because he just, I, I can't do it anymore. And he just, he's working seven days a week. And we found somebody very well priced to do that. And my husband works his rear end off and I see him walking around and thinking, okay, I've got somebody in cleaning the house so my wife doesn't have to. And I've got somebody cutting the grass so I don't have to. And he's like, I work my ass off. I should be able to provide this for my wife, but he's also providing modalities that insurance doesn't cover. And I'm just seeing money go out the window. But when he comes home and he smells how clean it is in here, I am so, I'm embarrassed in a way that I got to this point that I had to have somebody come in and clean. I'm grateful that my husband is willing to spend the money. I'm not saying I'm, you know, it's all up to my husband, this, that, and I, I mean, he hadn't signed his name to anything and I don't know how long. <laughs> I was calling about his CPAP machine the other day and I told them, I said, if you want to talk to him, you can. I said, but you've never talked to him day one. Said, you don't even know. I said, you don't even know what his real signature looks, looks like. I said, he doesn't even know what his real signature looks like anymore. So my husband just goes to work and trusts that when he goes to stop and he wants something, the money will be there. 
So that's just kind of how we work. It was very humbling to have somebody clean my home. And it's so rewarding at the same time. And now I feel like I was able, because I'm in this frenzy, for some reason, it's like my mind has clicked on. I've got electricity. Everything's, you know, like everything's <laughs> attached. It feels like everything, all circuits are working is what it feels like in my head. And your fascia holds a lot of trauma and holds a lot of memories and, and just holds a lot of pain in your body. And I don't know where you are as far as listening to me. I've done episodes about fascia and explaining fascia. I have told you, I mean, I don't know if you need to hear it again, or this is the first time you've heard it, that there are up to 10 times more nerve endings in fascia than in muscle. That highly sensitive, sometimes burning pain that you feel that it seems to hurt more than it should, it's fascia. I joke about it. They're talking about, you know, fascia and Galileo times, but 3000 BC, there's documents on, on the stones. There's documentation of fascia in 3000 BC. Fascia is not our second skin. It's like the first skin. It's more important. It's the, it's a bigger organ than the skin. I won't say it's more important. It's bigger than the skin and it's not studied. And my mind's all over the place. Why? Because this illness, it's, it's not just pain that we deal with. It's like a death to the way things were, you know? It's like you're having to handle the anger, the frustration, the anxiety, the depression, all the emotional upheaval, the financial challenges. You've got your doctors, your skeptics. There's just every day, it's just an endless reminder of appointments. You've got medicine to take. You've got your exercise, your therapy. Are you eating the right foods? I mean, and that's not including your normal day-to-day activities. I mean, we're, we're sitting here thinking, are things going to change? Or they're going to never change? Are they going to go for the worse? Are they going to get worse? You find out who your real friends are when you get this illness. You are being asked to fight a fight that you didn't ask to be in. That's what's so frustrating about this illness. It's about trying to find new dreams and new avenues to try to work with the ones that you can't achieve anymore. We have sleepless nights, we're tired days. You just are finding out when you have this illness how many layers of suffering there can possibly be. So again, I don't know what you know or do not know about me. So I feel like, you know, I can shoot out fascial facts all day long. I can sit there and, and tell you, like, my nose is draining right now. 
it will drip in. I'm sitting here trying so hard, but you know what? It hasn't dripped in years. My lymphatic system, totally, totally destroyed by my fascial system. The lymphatic system, it's very much like the circulatory system. It lies within the fascial system. And when you have restrictions in the fascial system, it creates severe dysfunction. It messes up things like swallowing, your nose draining properly, sweating, you know, little things like that that are regular for everyday people become a problem for us. Imagine you've got, I don't know, take, take your arm and bend your arm. Bend your arm at the elbow, not in a, in a spot that won't bend, but find a spot that normally bends, and you bend it, and just hold it like that. And when you feel like the blood flowing, and then it's like not flowing, and your arm after a while starts to feel like it's stuck, and it's not going to release kind of thing, imagine those are what adhesions are all throughout your body. So imagine when you restrict the blood flow by bending your arm, think about having little adhesions all throughout your body doing it all over. You're not going to work properly. It's just not going to work. And yesterday I did have some big, big releases in my, uh, my deception. <laughs> my deviated septum. I had some releases up there and sometimes it wasn't you know months ago when I was working on my jaw I went oh yeah when I was five years old I fell on it that's right I remember now when you start working on your fascia you start releasing trauma and memory sometimes but you also release the pain so today for whatever reason all circuits are working I took my son to work. I got up at a reasonable time. I had my husband take pictures of this area that I'm working on because I'm I'm trying out this 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 new tool and I'm trying to see what it does. So I'm taking before and after pictures because I want to see if I can make a difference with this new tool right before I talk about it. And I got up and I had him take the picture. I, I had him take a, you hear my stomach? My stomach's grumbling. I had him take him in a couple, couple different areas of light. I got my son up for work. I lectured him all the way, taking him there going, son, you've got to have respect. You're going to be four minutes late and that's not respectful for your employer. I'm not ready for you to, you know, to be arguing with you like this every day for school. You've got to start getting up, son. You know, I said, I don't want to be talking to you about this. I want to be having fun and talking about music and you and stuff. I don't want to be sitting here explaining to you why you need to get up earlier than you do. So I got my son to work. Then I had a message because I do pre-interviews with people before I just put them on the podcast. I like to find out, you know, how they sound, how we work back and forth, because when you do an interview, it's just a phone call is really all it is. So it's just, how do we, how do we mesh? How do things work well, you know? And I've got one coming up on Friday I'm excited about because she and I talk like we were sisters. No, we liked each other. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, we were having a good old time and we talked just like we had known each other. It was a perfect flow. You know, when I interviewed Anne Marie, Lynn, Annecy, Annika. Oh, wow. 
I've got I've got I've got the A's there. Uh, Kara, I mean, just uh, you know, Axel. <laughs> I'm going through the alphabet. But when I've interviewed individuals, it's been very good. We've had a nice little flow. Well, the woman today somehow we messed up time zones and everything. And man, it feels good. I finally just now I've been up. Let's say ten, eleven, twelve, one. I've been up driving and physically going through paperwork and trying to put out messages. I'll get to that in a second. Trying to get everything straight, dealing with the cleaning people, trying to stay out of their way because I'm embarrassed because I have to have somebody else put sheets on my bed, you know. And I'm sitting there going, I am going to make this time worthwhile. So I was determined. I'm washing the old sheets. I washed the rugs. And I'm going through my paperwork, you know, all of my notes. Because, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep notes because I've, you know, when I've done interviews and things. And I keep notes on people and stuff like that. But I don't ever write down what I'm going to say when I do a podcast. Even when I do an interview. I mean, I'll have people ask me, could I have questions? I'm like, sure. But I'm not going to use them. But there are some people that just, but I will. If, if you need to have questions and you need me to follow a guideline, I will respect your wishes. It's just, I'm just used to just doing it. So this woman today, we finally connected. There was an error in mis, you know, miscommunication, whatever, time zones, whatever. So we sat there and chatted. And then she's like, well, have you ever interviewed anybody before? And I didn't know, you know, am I insulted because she doesn't know who Christy Lynn Hanchy is? Like, come on, why would you? <laughs> but just like I'm going to kind of try to find out a little bit about you, that's why I do the pre-interview. I would think before you would want to come on the podcast that you'd at least listen to an episode and think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be on that whack jobs uh, thing. AWOL stands for a wacky old lady. I mean, I'm not going to be on her show. I mean, God forbid if my friends find out I was on AWOL Zebra. So, you know, I was like, well, I've interviewed a few people. <laughs> it was my job, you know, and uh, it was the part of my job that I despised because when somebody comes in, and, and, and I'm not saying I despise the people, it's the process. Because when you interview a person in radio, seven seconds is a long time if you have absolutely nothing to say. And people think it's so easy doing radio. My husband was, I mean, you know, he once he got to know me. I mean, he started listening to me on the radio and stuff because our lives ended up on the air. You know, that's the whole thing. If you're going to be in my life, it will come out. You know, whatever we did the night before, whatever we're doing, and my lunch with Jennifer, everything. I just talk about what I talk about. And so many people think it's so easy when you're doing radio. Like, oh, it's nothing. You just sit there and talk. And you'd be surprised at how many people freak out once you put a microphone in front of them. It surprises me. I mean, I lived for it. I had to be on the radio. That's all I ever wanted to do. So I'm speaking with this woman. And then it was like, you know, you either want to come on or you don't. You know, you said you had something to share. Share. If not. That's okay. 
And then, you know, when I put it like that, she kind of changed. She goes, oh, no, 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 I want to do it. I want to do it. Let's set up a time. I said, okay. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not going to beg people to come on. And I'm not going to, you know, convince you that I'm a world-class interviewer. Or I'm not, you know, I just want you to share your story. I'm not asking you to come on and sell anything. I'm not selling anything. I don't want you to sell anything. I just want you to share your story. Because I'm hoping that somebody hears that, you know, I don't want them to say, oh, this person said they don't want to hear that you were bad. But for somebody to hear that there's another person out there that didn't think they were going to get out of bed and now they are supporting their family would be encouraging, not defeating. So this morning, I dealt with my pre-interview. I had another pre-interview. The woman was up talking with me via messenger up until the interview time, the pre-interview time. Now she won't answer the phone. So I said, okay, let me know when you want to chat. Hope you're okay. And I finally was able just to sit down and lie down because I also on top of having to put out an argument in the big group, the HEDS, HSD group. My goodness, people wouldn't act like this on the street. I, I mean, why do you act like that behind a keyboard? And you don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just saying, you know, alcohol loosens the coward tongue, coward's tongue, of which I've had none. This is just me. All circuits are burning. But people can be so brave when they don't have to look at your face when they give you an insult. People can be so brave when they want to critique you. So I had to sit there and deal with a few people that shouldn't have been commenting on posts and things like that and dealing with that. And then it's been just weighing on my heart head weighing on my shoulders and you know it's always like let's get the weight off my shoulders it feels so much better well that weight is adding adding stress to your fascia it really is it makes your fascial system just when you have adhesions and stuff it just doesn't flow well that's why i have that whole episode about stretching you know, when you get up in the morning, what does a cat do? Live your life like a cat. When you get up in the morning, stretch. Make yourself feel real good. And you kind of start working out your fascia. Because when you sit there and you start getting overwhelmed, you start feeling pain, you start getting a little confused and you've got the brain fog and all of that. Well, it's been weighing on my head, weighing on my shoulders that I need to message these people back. I was supposed to message this woman with isometric exercises, then another one with the vocal cord dysfunction exercises. Well, I can't find their information, and I was so proud because I kept all their information. Well, now I can't find it. I guess I'm going to have to take a class by a 10-year-old to learn how to operate my iPhone because I sure as heck can't do it. But I feel so horrible that I've posted in the groups, please, if I said I was going to send you something or work with you, please message me because I'm trying to find everybody that I, that I worked with because it is overwhelming me. Trying to add interviews to this podcast 
while doing a daily podcast, while admin in the groups, while trying to keep... I mean, I got a message from somebody saying, I haven't seen you post anything, so I was just making sure you were okay, because when you're quiet, I'm thinking something's wrong. And I'm very appreciative that she was kind enough to do that, that she even cared. But then it also made me think, oh my goodness, I need to... I need to post something. I need to do something. Not that I think anybody's waiting, but she messaged me. She was concerned. And I'm grateful that she's concerned, but I just can't keep up with everything. So today, a day after my big old fascial session, and then agreeing to have somebody come in and clean the house. Now the dryer just went off. I was bound and determined. My husband came in and I had everything spread out. And while these girls were in here cleaning, I was at the kitchen table just moving papers and throwing things away, doing emails, putting out fires, you know, trying to keep up with people, messaging, doing everything I could, making sure the bills were paid, making sure there was money in the bank. And I was like, I am not going to lose today. I am going to get caught up and I am going to feel like I have made progress somehow. And my husband came home for a little bit, and he was just watching me, and the next thing I knew, because he was laughing because I said she asked me if I'd ever interviewed anybody. And he just looked at me and was like, he didn't know what to say, because I was like, I don't know how to convince her. I said, but it's just a podcast that I do for free, and well, she either wants to do it or she doesn't. And, I, you know, but I'm like, let me send her these interviews I've done. And I'm like, why am I worrying about trying to convince her to come on? She either does or she doesn't. But I just wanted to put her at ease. And in the middle of all that, my husband was like, well, it's time for me to go back out again. I'm like, but you just got here. He's like, no, I've been here. You're just diddy bopping around, you know. But he's gleaming because he was getting ready to leave and the cleaning people showed up and I know that made him feel good because he knows how badly I worry about the house and he doesn't want me being overwhelmed. And I tell you what, what little bit I did and I just shared with you what little bit I did and it was a little bit. It is all I can do to handle the pain that I've got in my upper back and in my lower back and going down my side. It was, I was hoping, going to be remedied yesterday with getting those deep adhesions. So I'm worrying, is there something else going on or did I not rest soon enough? I was also stressing because in this pre-interview, this woman's talking about the supplements, the teas, the exercises, all this other stuff. And I'm thinking, I've got to add more stuff to what I'm doing. I can't keep up now. But I feel so regretful. And my apologies if you were one of the individuals that were supposed to get these exercises that I promised you. I have them. I have them ready to send to you. Please message me. If I was supposed to work with you one-on-one -on -one about using a tool, please message me. I have responded to everyone that I had access to knowing that contacted me. I have, I'm, I'm still not done yet. I'm going to go through my photos because I think I took a picture and like a screenshot of one of the conversations and it's somewhere in my photos. So 
I'm trying to, you know, people, it's like you, you choose your own battles and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm standing up. I can't get comfortable yet because the girls are here and they just finished the back of the house. Now I've got to get back there so they can do the front of the house. We've just got a three-bedroom brick rancher, you know, and, you know, it's relatively small, but it's good for us. And so I said, rather than stand here and stress over going through my photos and trying to find it, let's look at what I've accomplished and go sit your daggone fanny or hind parts or derriere. I don't know what's appropriate in which country. Now it's, what, 19 countries, right? So I know fanny means something in the UK. And I don't know what it means in Denmark or, or the Philippines. And so I need to get my body down on the bed. My last pre-interview of the day was a dud, meaning we couldn't connect. I need to take a shower before I pick up my son, and I need to go check on Jennifer's house. So I and also need to breathe. But I did it. I got everything ready to send to the individuals. I'm bummed because I didn't have easy access to who to send it to. But I'm not done yet. But if you connected with me and I have not responded to you, it's because I do not have your information and anything to recollect my mind here as to why I was supposed to message you. I have responded to every single person that I have access to. So please message me if you have not heard from me and I said I would do so because that is my big thing. I promise you, I told you, I'm not going to need to bond you. I'm not going to tell you that I'll contact you in 48 hours and not do it. If I haven't done it, it's because I honestly don't have your information. It's not because I'm, I'm ignoring you at all. And I've got a few more pre-interviews to do, and I want to get those interviews out. And other than that, I have contacted every single person. I made a dent in my paperwork. It looks better. I'm going to take a shower and make a dent in my fascia <laughs> because I'm trying to break up the the canoe lump from 1989, the tragedy of chopping off the fascia on my left butt cheek and my upper thigh. So I'm targeting that area. I want to see if I can make a difference. I had to lie down take my neck collar off to kind of just allow my body to just veg a little bit. I don't even know that's a proper term, but just do nothing. So I figured I'd do the podcast. I've got to contact the CPAP people from my husband and say, how do I send this back? One thing is my house is clean. I'm working on doing the sheets and the blankets, that 10-foot blanket believe it or not, is one of the fastest drying things I've had, believe it or not. I just said that, right? Believe it or not. But I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to make sure that my paperwork is good to go. I'll be able to continue it later tonight, and I'll be able to work on it tomorrow. I've got to accept that I did have a win today, that I did make a lot of dents and what was overwhelming me and making me feel like I just wasn't keeping up. <laughs> but I did it. But I've been in a frenzy. I've been like this all day long. And I just can't stop. 
I figure a nice hot shower and maybe watching the great food truck race or something like that will help me relax or go back to some picket fences. Ooh, charmed. We went back to Hulu Live because we do that at football season. It's just the easiest place so my husband and I can watch football. And then I'm so cheap, I disconnect the Hulu Live after Super Bowl so we don't have it. And so charmed and everything, I get to watch all of that. And so there's just so much on TV, what's a girl to do? So I'm going to sit there and allow myself to get lost and binge a little bit while I take care of this massive pain that's welling up in my body. And I'm bummed because, like I said, I didn't really do anything. I told you all I did, but I guess that's a lot for my body, and I've got to learn how to adapt. I guess I didn't rest soon enough. Maybe, you know, it was killing me, man. It was killing me not having those messages returned. It was killing me not to have those vocal exercises to this woman. So although I haven't completed the task, I have them uploaded in my phone and ready to go. So I feel like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with what I was able to do. And now I've got to learn how to not bite off any more than I can chew. I have to learn that not getting everything done is okay. I have to learn to pace myself. I just was in misery with the things that I had not completed yet. And I just can't believe what heaviness it put upon my person. And I just say all that because I'm sure you know what I mean. You know, all of the regular to-dos you have to do in addition to dealing with this illness. I was just looking at the calendar and thinking, wow, if I can get away from working on my fascia weekly, which hopefully I'll find out next week, is if that's possible, which up until about an hour ago when the pain kicked in, I was feeling really, really good. I'm pretty much free of regular appointments. Got to get my ears clean next week because that's something. That's a whole other story. But I need to get my ears clean, get my son to his appointments, start getting back on a schedule because he'll be going back to school. But it's like I needed to allow myself to, to accept that I could take a break. I mean, mentally... It's daunting to look at the calendar and see appointment after appointment after appointment. And so now I am realizing that just like the power to get better is in my control because for me, it's working on my fascia. The power to learn how to manage my day 
is this is is also within me. I've just got to figure out how to do it. And we're going to find out together how I do. So let's see. I'm going to go take a shower, work on my fascia a little bit, let that hot water hit me, take care of a few more things that I need to do, rotate some things in the dryer. Instead of just pushing my paperwork around to make it look like I'm doing something, I've actually done something today. So I'm going to ride that high. Stay tuned. Find out with me tomorrow if I'm going to be the lowest of lows or will I continue the momentum. We shall see. I hope things are going well for you today. Again, please message me if you have not heard from me. And message me if you just want to say, hey, thank you for taking the time to listen. It means an awful lot to me. I really appreciate it. Crystal Ann Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.